Or is there any like cursing rules or anything? Not that, you know, I was just going to go in there like. (laughs) No, you say whatever the fuck you want. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. This is being broadcasted on a, on a veteran radio podcast station. So it literally stands for dysfunctional veterans. (laughs) Right. Right. Okay. (laughs) I think they'd be more worried if you didn't curse <laughs> please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on dv radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the dv radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans the following includes conversation relating to cryptocurrency the information provided and discussed is strictly for educational and informational purposes only. Any use of any information has done so at your own risk. DV Radio LLC, as well as the hosts and guests of the show, take no responsibility if you wish to use any of the information in your daily life. Again, the topics discussed are strictly for informational and educational purposes only. I am Chris, the CEO. My name is Paul. I'm the COO. I am Chris, a.k.a. Little Chris, the Chief Technical Officer. My name is Zach. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer, better known as the When Marketing Officer, because it never gets done, right? Oh, innovations. Our long show, we will talk about Infinity, crypto in general, DeFi, blockchain technology, technology, uh, and just talk about anything, whatever the hell we feel like talking about. Get to know us at a little more personal level. Babbling nonsense. Love these guys. Show me the money. Show me the money! Hey, good morning, Cryptoverse, Affinity family, and everybody that decided to come in this morning and listen to us on Affinity Protocol right here live on dvradio.net. And we have with us this morning a special guest. Uh, Actually, this is going to be TIFF Protocol this morning uh, because we have one of our community members, Maude. And just uh, one of the the great members of our our affinity community community with us. So we are going to get started. Uh, Paul, Chris, Zach, Tiff, good morning. Hope y'all having the best weekend ever. What y'all got going on? Hey, good morning. (laughs) You don't want to know because my wife just came downstairs and right before the podcast, we were bragging about how... He like had his his great uh, morning urination, and apparently he just peed like all over the Roomba upstairs on the floor. <laughs> Roomba. So, um, well, so my my wife's sister and her husband came down to visit, and then one uh, so Archer wanted to play hide and seek, and he went and hid over by the Roomba in the corner. And my uh, wife's the, my I guess brother in law, whatever you want to call it, went over to to quote find him and was like. Uh, and apparently kid just went a whole ham on, I'm, I'm taking hide and seek to the max here. <laughs> he, so that's how my morning's going. <laughs> he peed on the Roomba. That's, that's new. I don't think I've heard of that one Wait, before. <laughs> was it moving? Cause that, that skill right there. No, it was, was at a docking not, station. Yeah. So <laughs> no, no. So like moving target, <laughs> you know, like writing well, your name. <laughs> So, well, and that's the fun thing to get them to actually go in the toilet too, is you just like get like a, like a, a drop of soap and you put it right inside the toilet bowl and it's like, go to town, kid, hit that thing. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's man. a good idea. I heard, I heard Chris is still potty training. <laughs> oh, man, I think, I think you got me confused uh, with that. I think you got you confused with yourself, old man. You and them depends yet? Yeah, I've been backwards potty training, man. <laughs> it all goes downhill, right? 
Oh, man, that's messed up. I, on the other hand, have been up since 7 o'clock this morning, and I'm working on a newsletter, doing some laundry, and now I'm here. So, honestly, not too much. Laundry is important. True. That is true. That newsletter, though, that's important. You know, it's also important. I know uh, Paul will appreciate this. Mowing the lawn. That's really Oh, important. yeah. Yeah. Did that oh, early well, this morning. Why don't you ask the old man how his lawn's doing? I was just going to say, man, I don't even have to worry about my lawn. It's shit's dead. Burnt. It's burnt to hell, man. It, it does. It looks like a wheat field that was harvested. <laughs> it's, it's not in good shape right now. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, Mine's starting to get there because, you know, had some pretty sunny days recently with not a whole lot of rain. But I, I feel as though it's it's less mowing the grass and more mowing the weeds nowadays. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty it awesome. Sucks. It sucks because, like, uh, my lawn has, like, two spot starts, like, nice and thick in the, in the middle. It's just dry. See, when I get that tree in my front yard to come down, then I'll, I'll be cooking because I'll be able to actually like do stuff around the yard. But the, the problem is, is it, it's lifted itself you know, over the last like few years before I bought the house. So like the root system has made it so that there's damn near a, a mini cliff coming up towards the house, which is can potentially cause drainage issues for when it rains. But it's just that it's impossible to even take care of it like there's no way i'm gonna get enough loam to put down and even it out and that tree just has to go shading up an area creating a bunch of moss (laughs) not a fan of that no i don't know if it's over a walkway that can be slippery too it doesn't do as as bad over by the walkway it's just like there's there's the one side of the house that just based on the direction that the sun comes it really the sun never really hits over there and because we're you know near cape cod the the very popular and i don't know how it got popular but the very popular siding is those like cedar shingles which do not do well in heavily shaded areas so the the tree being out front and it growing towards that side of the house shades it from the front so it's just like there's the sun never hits that area so it's like there's almost no grass at all and it's basically just moss yeah Man, we're lucky we got um, like a townhouse, so they just take care of the lawn for us. <laughs> Don't got oh, Chris yeah. has that too. His father-in-law Don't comes. Don't gotta worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Father-in-law don't have to come over and mow it anymore. <laughs> not till September <laughs> or October. Oh, now he got he got mad long time to go golfing now. <laughs> yeah, and and speaking of uh, you know Zach putting out the newsletter, I do want to uh, you know before we jump into you know some of the things that we have tiff on here for uh just a couple quick updates you know for affinity i don't want to say too much because that's what the newsletter is for that's not really you know what we do on this podcast affinity fridays and all that other good stuff is for the the hardcore updates but i do want to remind everybody that next month next gen is coming up it's coming up quick so uh you know next month be in august don't know when you're listening yeah. to this if you listen to live what huh Next gen. <laughs> Isn't that what I said? What did I say? Oh, I'm just reiterating like the fucking cat on the line over here. <laughs> he was he was adding a feeling. Oh, I yeah. got you. I got you. <laughs> all right. Man, I fucked me all up. Anyway, uh so <laughs> with next gen, <laughs> um so keep in mind 
the the staking if you're in staking right now we are likely tonight uh going to end the ability to enter the 30-day staking pool uh you will continue to get paid out until further notice so either tonight or tomorrow when i get a chance i'm going to cut that off um and you will not be able to enter either pool any longer uh this will allow us the time to get everything straight and everybody's timer should be up by the time we are ready to launch next gen and you can pull out of the staking without a penalty. Uh, more details to come on that. Everything should be seamless. No worries. You'll get your tokens. Everybody will be good. Um, what else we got? Uh, update uh, a little bit of an update on the the mobile app. We're working. We're in the process of working on trying to get uh, another beta drop for y'all. Uh, hopefully, in the next few days, we'll see. Uh, no promises on that, but that's what we're looking for. After some issues were fixed. And then we can move on from there. Things are rolling really well with that. Uh, we do have Armor, which is the, the new name that was decided for our NFT protection asset thingy there, the development. <laughs> what does Armor stand for again, Paul? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want it to, to be with the A or without the I, A? I don't, I don't care. <laughs> it's just the restricted movement repo. Perfect. Uh, which is your ability to lock up your assets uh, using an NFTS two-factor authentication. You will be able to add more or remove at any time. It's not like staking where they're locked up for a period of time or anything like that. Um, so good there. And last but not least, uh, you did see a tweet. If you did, if you didn't, uh, too bad, maybe not on Twitter, but I put out a tweet yesterday uh, just letting everybody know that we are moving forward with our plans uh, with the LLC no real detail put out about that yet, but I just wanted to let you all know that we are moving forward with that and uh, we got some hiring and stuff to do. And once all that's completed, we will put out lots more detail as to what that entails. Uh, but that's it for updates out of me on this, this morning's podcast. Uh, we do have Tiff on here this morning, so we want to take advantage of that. Tiff, as a community member and a mod with Affinity, we got some questions for you. <laughs> yes, and I'm going to rephrase what Chris said. We're not going to take advantage of you. We're going to take advantage of you being on the podcast. <laughs> all right, uh, all right, all right. <laughs> Semantics, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, I got drug in here. Was the wording on that too? So, <laughs> violence. <laughs> I mean. I guess I'm used to the, the drag method in Discord with smaller discords, but ours is huge. So it was actually a right click and I just did a move to option. But, you know, same thing. But hey, well, welcome. Welcome to the show, Tiff. We are glad to have you here. Um, just like Chris glad said, we want to kind of dive deep uh, or as deep as we can into, you know, Perspe different perspective because people can listen to us and we can sit here and talk and have all these, you know, delusions of, of grandeur till the cows come home. But at the end of the day, if that kind of sentiment isn't driven the right way to the community or isn't portrayed correctly to mods, you know, how are you going to be able to be a, a, a holder that has confidence in the dev team? And how are you going to be able to be a, a mod or be successfully be a mod to help out uh, people in the community that have questions if that point or those, you know, kind of communications aren't clear and cut? And if that sentiment really isn't there. So that's uh, kind of some of the stuff we want to talk about. And we also just kind of want to hear from you and just, you know, learn more about people that are in our community and stuff like that. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I'm definitely like, I always feel like every time I listen to you guys talk, I'm hyped as hell. So that sentiment is definitely coming through. Um, 
you know, I love that. If you guys are excited about something or say something's coming, then we know something's coming. You know, it's not like, oh, you know, here's a new color or something, you know, <laughs> here's a color we added to our, you know, panel. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me scratch that off my to-do list. Oh, and- oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Damn, I was just about to tweet that out too. <laughs> well, to be fair, you guys wouldn't say this is something big. <laughs> you would just be like, oh, hey, here's a new color we're trying out. <laughs> Trust me, Chris has never called anything big in his lifetime. <laughs> oh, you, got that, you got that wrong. Nobody else has in my presence. <laughs> oh, no. Damn, Zach. <laughs> and then hot this morning, man. I know. Don't you got laundry to do or something? No, it's already done. I'm setting up Paw Patrol, something else Paul knows about. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Bro, Prime Day? I got mad Paw Patrol stuff for the kid. That's how you get into... I, I would say that's how you get into go potty on the toilet, but apparently not. Quit sidetracking us with your Nickelodeon ventures. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> no, so... Like that, that kind of stuff right there, what Tiff was talking about is, is like what we like to hear. Right. And we understand that obviously, uh, you know, you're one person, you obviously don't represent the entire community, but you definitely have your pulse on the community. And, and when, every time we go into either AMAs or we tweet something out, uh, there is a, like a pause in our mind to make sure that we don't kind of give that false sense of, of hype or, or talk about something in too vague or, or puzzles or anything like that to kind of, I do understand the, the marketing side of things. And I know Zach sometimes gets a little upset with me uh, because we don't, or at least me personally, uh, I don't try to, you know, at least spin it, not in a nefarious way, but in, in more of a marketing way, uh, because there is a certain level of hype that you have to drive, uh, right. In order to, you know, get people excited and all that. But for me, and, and I feel comfortable speaking for the whole team with this one, uh, we are excited anyway, uh, because our excitement comes from what we're doing and, and what, what we know we're going to be doing for all of the holders and everybody involved and what we're doing for DeFi and, and crypto in general. So to put some you know crazy spin on it and, and, and you know, make people hang people on the hook for weeks or, or whatever months, and it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, right. you know, so it's good to hear that at least that part's coming through because like Paul said, we sometimes can lose a little sight of that because we're doing a lot of internal things and we're developing and we're doing a lot of, you know, business administration stuff and everything else. So ensuring that the community is, is seeing what we're hoping they see is important. Right. And, you know, one thing that is, um, is very important to me, and I don't say this lightly, um, and I wouldn't feel comfortable saying it if it wasn't true is you guys as a team, I do trust you. I trust you with your decisions. I trust you with, you know, having whatever new flexibility with the new next gen contract. Um, you cannot say that about most projects or, or, or you shouldn't trust blindly most projects, not that it's blindly, but, um, you guys are very professional and that's another thing you, you come away, not just like feeling fake hype, but we know you're working, you're, you're 
doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know, and, and it means a lot. And I think a lot of the people, mods, um, community members, people that have been there, you know, since the beginning, I've, I've seen this said, you know, that, well, you know, of all the projects that I, I know I can trust affinity, Affinity's going to be there, affinity, a rock, you know, that kind of thing. Damn, that feels good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, um, <laughs> please tell me I didn't mute myself. <laughs> oh, no, this we is that dramatic pause. We put that dramatic pause in there. <laughs> I mean, I'm, and I'm serious. That's why it's one of the only projects I would even feel comfortable taking to someone else. Because there's a lot of, you know, stuff I I have diversity up the ass. But, you know, <laughs> um, affinity, I'm like, hey, guys, this is the real deal. This is just look it over, look at the business plan. Um, I, I was actually speaking with a family member about it who <laughs> I feel like I get, I get protective of you guys even because I do, I don't like, you know, cause it's such a wild West world. People are skeptical and stuff, but I, I know that you guys are the real deal. And it was like, Oh, well, how, how do you think they're going to, um, do all these things they're saying when they have full-time jobs. And I'm like, you're complaining. They're not taking from the project. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to like, okay, okay. To get my badass biash down a notch here. Don't (laughs) cause that's not going to get anyone to invest, but, um, man, that's funny. We had a conversation about that just last night. (laughs) I just kind of feel like you guys are like my long lost crazy brothers or something. I don't know. (laughs) I get protected. <laughs> like these people are real. Don't talk bad about my people. <laughs> Serious, which is understandable, right? For for you and those people to, you know, have skepticism or ask those questions, right? And I can answer that one pretty easy. Uh one, personally, I don't sleep. Uh Zach has a lot of uh I won't say time on his hands, but he has no longer oh. has time on his hands because this is <laughs> Basically, what he does full time is all the stuff he's doing uh, in the DeFi space. And uh, Chris, uh, it, you know, he works from home, basically. So he has all, you know, a good amount of time to do things. And Paul puts a lot of time in uh, with us at night and when he's working from home. Not only that, but we do have uh, devs basically on the payroll uh, and we have other people that we're working with. So it's not specifically us there are other people that we work with and throw ideas off of and have uh, work done with us and we collaborate with a lot of people and like i said we do have a couple other developers that work hand in hand with us doing things so the the time issue is of course it sucks up a lot of time and i'm sure you know like my wife would say otherwise but we manage <laughs> my manage we manage it very well and uh, again like i said at least i don't sleep very often i'm lucky to get five, six hours of sleep a night. That's a very nice way of putting it, saying that your wife would potentially disagree because mine has just flat out told me that she wouldn't be surprised if in like a couple of years it just came to light that I have a second family this whole time or some (laughs) shit like that. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Uh it is is a, a general, you know, concern or question that I can see from the outside because even... When, you, when you're in the traditional business world, and I just mean traditional, like outside of, because, like, you know, with DeFi and everything being so new, um, when you when you go to talk to prospective uh, investors or anything like that, a lot of them don't like you to have a full-time job, even though it sounds 
kind of counterintuitive to the the revenue versus expenses in the business itself but to them they look at it like well you don't you're not dedicated enough or you don't have enough time but in the crypto world it's actually much much more common uh, because you don't want people having to rely on the token to pay salaries where that money could be going to increase the value of the business and and you know more development and so on and so forth so right yeah i mean for me i never even I never saw it as a negative. I thought that was, you know, great. You guys aren't having to pull from, you know, pull from the community, pull from reflections or whatever, pull from the project while it's growing to, to pay yourself. So it's, to me, it seems like more of a safety, you know, you guys aren't just milking this project to line your pockets like many do. <laughs> <laughs> So. <laughs> yeah, no awesome. names, but that is true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, to, to be 100% honest as well, it's not like they, it's all nothing but good things that come out of us still maintaining full-time jobs. I mean, there've been times where I'm about to walk into a secure room because I have to get stuff done and there's, you know, there's no phone, there's no outside internet connection. And we're in the middle of of discussing something via text and it's you know my my job can't wait i have to go into this room and, and get work done which means i'm unavailable for x amount of time so there are some drawbacks to it where we have to play catch up on the at the end but that's where like chris was saying like i'll get on at night and i'm on almost every single night i mean little chris wakes up randomly at two to three in the morning and is up for a few hours every single night basically i think right chris oh yeah He's, he's like a, uh, I don't know what to call it. A, Basically a, a night owl. <laughs> the, the opposite of, of a, a, a narcoleptic, you know, you, you just, you're asleep and then all of a sudden you're up and that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, and that's understandable. And I would honestly hope that people would understand that, you know, if you're at your job, sometimes it's going to take a minute, but that's why you've got a team, you know, you're not answering everyone's questions on your own or handling everything on your own. I mean, I work with cancer patients. I can't, I understand. I can't get my phone in the middle of, you know, treating a patient. So there's a lot of times people text me and it has to wait to the end of the day because you know, I can't. Yeah. So I, I hope most people would understand that. Well, and, and, that's, and you hit, you hit a really, really good point right on the head is, you know, we haven't really, in a very long time, we, we haven't added another mod in, in Telegram and stuff like that in a very long time. And it's because, you know, we take that position uh, very, very seriously. We, you know, obviously that's anyone can come in and answer questions and be part of the community and stuff like that. But to actually have, uh, you know, that I don't want to call it authority, but to have, you know, just that uh, yeah, no. that next <laughs> level yeah. of of a relationship with us so that, you know, when we put the info out and we give it to the mod so that they can help, you know, arm themselves better with the information to, to assist the community with, we don't take that decision lightly. You know, it's, it's probably been a few months since we've added a mod and we, we never even in the beginning went crazy and said, Hey, these hundred people are going to do it. I think we only have like 15 or so people that are, are in that mod group. And we, like I said, we take it very, very seriously who is in there because we want the people that that want to be there that are are willing to work with us in our crazy ass schedules if we're going to be doing stuff i mean i think it was um uh, i don't remember i think it was in regards to staking when I, I was in vermont visiting family and we held like a we had finally made a decision on something and then we immediately held an impromptu um voice chat in the mod channel in telegram and i was sitting downstairs in the basement of my in-laws uh 
talking stuff over with any mod that had the ability to hop in really quick so we could go over some of the information so that they would have everything moving forward before we went live. Oh, nice. Right. Well, I appreciate, I really appreciate you guys, you know, making me a mod and I, I only feel bad that, you know, like, especially these last few weeks, even I haven't been around as much because we have a whole bunch of people out at work, COVID vacations and everything. So I've been covering long hours and then I come home and kind of crash sometimes. <laughs> I think I fell asleep on one. Yeah, I fell asleep and woke up, totally missed one of the Affinity Fridays. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> well, see, it's all right because, you know, we're, we're in a bare ass market right now. So it's not like there's a whole lot of movement amongst crypto enthusiasts anyways. Right. Well, excuse me. I, I do really appreciate the position. Um and, and Zach's unique title that he gave me. <laughs> no, but I was really honored when you guys asked and um, I hope I don't let you down. <laughs> no, definitely not. And, and that's, uh, you know, that's a good point too, is we just talked about it. You know, you got to have life balance as well. Uh, we all do the same thing. There's, there's days sometimes where, you know, I'll read, I'll read through the chat and the, and the channel, but I just either don't have time to get into a long conversation because I know it, you know, and I'll answer as many questions as I possibly can. But again, uh, you know, either got family stuff, work stuff, whatever it is. Uh, and everybody's got to, you know, handle both and juggle both uh, and everything else that's going on in their lives. And that brings I mean, me to, oh, God, Paul. I was just going to say, he, he who must not be named made me late to work one morning. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh what, me? No. No. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I know, I know who you're talking. Like, I'm laughing because it's it's still a subject of uh, drama elsewhere at the moment. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what? What? I was just going to circle back one one real quick second about the the uh, uh, full time employment that kind of thing. So we did have a question yesterday or it was last night that I did answer for somebody in our uh, official telegram. And the question centered around what is the benefit of us with the physical location, the lounges that are going to stand up and what we're doing with uh, affinity innovations, LLC as a subsidiary and the services we're going to offer. Cause obviously that uh, is not software driven, right? We know that adapt, the peer-to-peer uh, -peer exchange, uh, the lockers, everything else is going to feed into the token, help with the, the burn, help with the rewards. So what is the benefit of these services and physical locations to the, the holders and Affinity as a whole? Because I'm even very vocal about it. When I see people that are like, I don't know, standing up, whatever it is outside, you know, they're doing, whether it's a, an office building or they're creating uh, a physical product somewhere or something like that. I'm like, well, you need to be a little more clear how that's going to benefit people because otherwise it just looks like you're using the token to feed your own business. Uh, so right. with us, what one of our big plans with that is, so right now we rely heavily on rewards that come into the marketing wallet to do marketing. Uh, we also, you know, anything else we need to, if we need to pay, uh, you know, contracted devs or we need, you know, some artwork done or whatever, that all comes out of the rewards that come into that marketing wallet, hundred percent of it. So by us standing up these locations and having the, the, uh, the LLC subsidiary services and bringing in outside revenue, we can then use that revenue to pay for marketing and hold bigger marketing campaigns, which I know makes Zach very excited. Um, you know, <laughs> as, 
as well as being able to pay personnel in all the business expenses, because there are expenses that have to be paid, you know, monthly expenses that deal with hosting and everything else. Uh, and then eventually, yes, we would like to come on to Affinity full time. Uh, and we don't, again, we don't want to take from the token. So generating this revenue would allow us to, you know, any, you know, whether it's Chris, myself, Zach, whoever to uh, come on to Affinity full time and allow to get, you know, the pay we need to survive uh, without having to take from the token. Aside from that, we do also plan on taking a portion of the profits that come in from that and doing some buyback and burn and, and uh, injecting liquidity into liquidity pools. So that really is our plan. All of this stuff will benefit the holders one way or another, directly or indirectly, uh, but it all goes back into it to help the business grow and to help the token uh, hopefully increase in value. Obviously, we can never make any promises as to what the chart's going to do, but our goal is to increase value for all of the holders. Nice. So. Yep. <laughs> that right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, so. why we That's why we love you guys. Just great vision. Yeah. And anytime I was happy to get that question uh, because it's something that we don't do enough of, of making that clear to everybody. But it is important to me because when I see others doing it, that's the first thing that pops in my head. Well, how is this going to benefit the token holders, right? And you got to be a little careful because you also don't want it to be classified as a security. Uh, you know, when you benefit the token specifically and too directly from from things that happen in the business, it, it can be classified as a security. So you got to do things the right way. Make sure you know your regulations. Make sure you know what's going on. Now that I bored the shit out of everybody with all that stuff, uh, you <laughs> no, know, that's important. that's important stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, it's important. People do bring it up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, to educate everybody that's listening and, and obviously we got one of our, our mods on here. Now, you know, the information, you can pass that along to everybody else that answered the question. I do want to, I want to ask you a little bit more about being a mod. So you've been with us for quite a long time. We're about to hit one year next month. Uh, which is incredible. I can't believe how fast it went by. Um, you've been a mod with us for a, a long while. I don't know exactly how long, but it's been a while. Yeah, I think it was like February. I, I bought in at launch, but was yeah. not a mod till about February. Yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome, right? So, how has that experience been? Like the good, bad, the ugly, the you know, like what what kind of things have you <laughs> have you seen? Honestly. Don't use names on the bad and ugly there. No, no, <laughs> no Voldemort. Um, so no, I, I love it. I really do. I love the camaraderie. Um, I love, like I said, it kind of feels like we're a crazy family. Um, and it's not, I mean, affinity, there's not much to hate. So we don't get a lot of haters. So, you know, sometimes when we do, you'll see this mother is doing you know <laughs> come in blood <laughs> tear them up you know but no um that's just that protective coming out but i i love it i like being able to help when i can like i wish i was free more um you know there's a few mods that are just rock stars that are like always on it always you know answering so when i when i see something i try to jump in when i can but um i i i've really enjoyed it definitely that's awesome. Do you have a story without naming names that comes to mind? I don't want to put you on the spot. So if you don't know, maybe we can come back to it. But um. it, 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 can, it can be a good thing being a mod where where 
someone had asked the question and it hadn't been answered and you got it or if it was talking somebody off the the ledge for leaving crypto altogether even if it's not a, a being a mod in our community but like you know being a mod in the crypto space in general you have you know you're someone that has that education of how crypto works exactly type thing and it might be bringing somebody into crypto or, or whatever it may be because most people that i would consider a mod in our community are, are crypto space mods well um let's see well there i have brought over one person who just is like um amazed by everything you know that i am uh he came over from tiki uh tiki token <laughs> i don't know if i can oh can i say that oh, yeah, anyway, yeah you're fine um, you're fine i know of them <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah yeah so i and i was talking about you know adapt a little bit throw on this and that in there and he messaged me he's like hey what is this you're talking about and i'm like Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you all about it, you know. And then um he's asked, you know, been very active in chat and asked a lot of questions. And, you know, I thought that was neat to me because he has so much enthusiasm and saw what I saw. Um also, you know, I have I've gotten a lot better at troubleshooting definitely by helping others because there was one time where I think it had maybe been going around all day long. The person couldn't get, you know, adapt. And they kept saying, well, I am on the BSC. Well, they had the toggle there, but they weren't actually on the, you know, the BSC or smart chain network when they went to the, yeah. um, you know, the website, but it was like, it was crazy. Cause they were just, I did this, I did this, I did this. And, you know, so it felt good that I was able to like, yes, you know, finally find the issue. And, um, I've been able to, I think help quicker more, uh, people that are having any kind of issues with, with, you know, those little things that are easy to overlook. Um, yeah, that's great yeah. to hear too. We've gotten some feedback. I even got some feedback the other day. So, uh, you know, we've been very focused on, on the mobile app and, and a couple other things. Uh, I think at some point in the near future, we need to look back and potentially do uh, some overhaul on the homepage, the landing page for adapt and make it a little more clear you know, as to what you're supposed to be doing and how to do certain things. So we'll be looking at that. So that feedback's great. It's also important for us to know, to make products better and easier for all of you that are using it. Because I know how to well, use it. So, <laughs> you know, it doesn't... That's I, also an issue. That's a, an issue across crypto in general, because oh, every single wallet DApp browser you use defaults to the Ethereum network, no yeah. matter what. And that's like, it, it, it is not um, even like SafePal wallet. SafePal wallet, it is, it is not easily i don't want to say easily accessible but it's not like intuitive to find out where to switch your network for your dApp browser in, in SafePal. like every time i go in there i have to uh, like actually think about it and be like all right paul what the fuck are you doing again and <laughs> and to be able to switch over to bse network so it's it's kind of like it's one of those things where you wish that there was a step added whenever you like got the the app installed in general to like say hey well i want to exclusively be on bsc for now and make that one my default so that anytime i open a new uh you know window in the dapp browser it goes to the bsc network not the ethereum network something like that would be cool yeah or it or actually ask you because i know with SafePal too when you copy paste your address a little blurb comes up saying you pasted from blah 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 and the blurb covers the logo of whether it's ethereum or so it would be very easy to just copy paste and hit go um you know because you have to wait for that to disappear before you can even click on the eth logo to change it 
Exactly. So it's it's kind of like but having those aha moments for like I I've I had figured out what your problem is and being able to fix it is awesome. I that's one of the the jobs that you know me and little Chris used to do was essentially we were troubleshooters and time and time again when we were at work and we got to have those moments it was awesome you feel great whenever you figure out the problem and you get to um little chris can attest to this that i would basically be sitting at the laptop and figure it out and make it work and then i would give the laptop a double a double birdie um you know <laughs> two hands are better than one type thing and that was like my fuck yeah i got it moment nice yeah it feels great and and i'm not really I'm not very educated as far as I can't read a contract and just read the blockchain, if, you know, like some of the people can. So, so what I do know, I feel really good if I'm able to help, you know, somebody, Oh, I wasn't able to sign in or I wasn't able to make the transaction go through and I can help them and figure it out. And that's, and that's where it, the experience part really, really matters. And I'm, I'm pretty sure again, February was a long time ago. And in the crypto world, it was basically a decade ago. That's like five but, years. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, yeah, five, five months, five, 10 years, whatever, that kind of thing. But I'm pretty sure that's one of the reasons that we brought you on in the mod is that your, your experience in crypto in general, uh, combined with the experience of you being with us with launch. So, you know, us, you know, the team, you know, the project, you know, the direction, just having that experience. So you don't have to be able to read a contract to be, to be good, uh, a good ambassador within the community to help others simply learn about crypto or learn about affinity or, or learn about anything. You just have to have the experience and, and the, you know, the, the blood, sweat and tears that have gone into however many rug pulls you've been a part of to, to know that, Hey, I can, I can pedal this project and be okay with it. Right. Right. Yeah. And that, that's another thing. I would not accept a mod position if I don't feel like I can totally back this, this project, these people, this company. Um, cause I'm very, I'm very funny about like that. Like I, I don't, I'm not a big shiller. I don't do a lot of, Hey, buy this, buy that to other people. I'll take a chance on myself. Cause you know, it's my money, but um, I have to really feel comfortable and, you know, trust the project, the people before I will recommend or shill or, you know, anything like that. Yeah. Which we definitely like to hear because that's how we operate, even on the, you know, the public realm of, you know, when we deal with any uh, quote unquote influencer out there, whether on YouTube or, or Twitter or whatever, uh, we don't randomly just grab people and say, Hey, here's some money. Uh, you know, go tell people to get into affinity. Uh, anytime we talk to anybody, they, they either, you know, DM us or, or we contact them. We want to make sure that they feel the same way you do. Um, we don't want anybody promoting us or, or telling people even to look into affinity unless they themselves have done research and they understand what we're about. And they are, and I don't even want to say that they have to even own it. They don't have to, you know, uh, be a true like believer in what we're doing, but they need to at least be comfortable in saying, you know what, this is a project that's worth looking into. So, you know, if we don't feel that way, we are not going to deal with that individual because that's just not right. You know, it's not right to just have somebody that's out there just telling people to go buy something because they either want to pump their own bag or whatever. And we don't ever, ever pay anybody with affinity token because we're not going to have anybody dump on anybody. So, um, you know, that that sentiment is something that we hold very close to us throughout, whether it's with mods, uh, anybody that's going to do any kind of promotion with us or team up with us or anything like that. So uh, but on that note, I do have a question for you because I like to know <laughs> this. I do. I do like to know this about anybody, especially our guests that are on here. What 
brought you into crypto originally and feel free if you want to mention any you know specific tokens or whatever the only time we don't really talk about uh, other tokens on this podcast is one if it's uh in a negative light uh unless it's a, a known like rug pull or scam or whatever then feel free to mention it but we don't talk negative about them. and two obviously uh we don't sit here and tell people to buy anything so Feel free to name whatever token you want if you if you do, but I'm curious what brought you into crypto. Yeah, well, honestly, um, I remember you know hearing about Bitcoin taking off and this and that, and I had some some like pot stocks in Robinhood actually that I, I was finding out they were doing a reverse. Uh, oh shoot, the word just slipped my mind. But anyway, reverse split um, or what? Yes, thank you. I've been involved in quite a few of those. They suck. Um, and, and it didn't look good. So I'm like, you know what? I, I pulled the money out. And at this point in time, Bitcoin had dropped to like three grand and some change. And I let, and I had enough to buy two. And I let someone talk me out of it. Oh, that's stupid. That's, oh. You know, all that stuff. So I was like, eh. So that, and that was like, you know, years ago. And so when this, <laughs> so when Doge <laughs> started, you know, booming i'm like you know what i don't want that to happen again it's cheap what the hell i bought me some doge on robin hood and uh fomo when it was like right at 70 cents 70 <laughs> oh. yes oh. it's like all-time high i don't even think all platforms it would die. but um it's, i dca'd it's it's i'm at like 20 something so whatever that was my start okay but, um, yeah, and that's kind of where that started. And I was on stock twits when, you know, the safe moon army was kind of infiltrating everyone's chat about what they were doing. And that's what got me into DeFi. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to buy some of the safe moon I'm hearing about. So then I went to buy it and I realized uh, it's a whole different ball game than just <laughs> clicking buy on Robin. Like you have to have this wallet and you have to do this. And that. So I, I just... Googled and YouTube and I taught myself how to download the wallet and to buy it. And because I didn't, I luckily I didn't do it on an, ex, uh, an exchange or a centralized yep. exchange. I, I did it the whole DeFi way, figured it out. And it kind of just went from there. Yeah. Um, and that's, and I heard yeah. about you guys because of safe fault. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and so I thought, Oh, wow, this whole cascading of reflections on reflections on are kind of cool. And, um, I hadn't even heard you talk or anything like that at that point. So I was just like, oh, well, this is launching. Yeah, I'll throw some of this. And that's cool. Well that, well, that worked <laughs> out. I mean, you, you have yeah. a pretty common story as far as DeFi yeah. goes, you know. Uh, well, I got, no, hold on, hold on. I got one question from that whole story right now, though. What's that? That friend that talked you out of buying Bitcoin when it was at three grand. You know, are you still friends it. with them? Uh, are you still friends yeah, with them? You know, the the worst part is I wouldn't even, it wasn't even like friends. It was just like coworker acquaintances. We were having the conversation and they were all like, that's stupid. You know, that's just, blah, blah, you know, the whole, oh. whole spiel. <laughs> so. And you let them gaslight you into a 20X from Bitcoin's all time high. Man, when I saw that get, oh man, <laughs> I was like, I could have had. whatever it's okay and so you know i would rather i would rather take a chance um because you know i don't i don't put money in that's going to be for my light bill or anything i would rather take a chance and not go anywhere than that again then oh man if i just put if i just did this or just did that you know 
I well, actually. You know what though? Hold on, I'm gonna make her feel a little bit better. Yeah, real quick. yeah. Are Are you happy with where you're at now, though? You know, I am. I'm. I'm. You know, you can always use more affinity, but yeah. No, I have a <laughs> bag that I'm. I'm happy. I've. I've got. And yeah. well, then I'm. I'm gonna bring back. I'm gonna bring back the last podcast we did when we were talking with Ace and the one thing that Chris said, which was some really good insight for some life lessons is if you're happy where you're at now, you have to be happy with your past. Even even if it might have been something that happened negatively, if you're happy where you're at now, you have to be happy with your past. So while you might have missed out an opportunity, you can shrug it off and know that you're doing the right thing now. Absolutely. And oh, man, do I agree with that? Because uh, not even crypto related, but my past has got me to where I am now. And so... Amen, brother. There you go. <laughs> I, I'm, in a, I'm, I'm happy. I'm in a good spot. I'm in a good spot in life. It's good. It's good. And there's two things about that. Cause I've had, you know, I've been in, in stocks for a long, long, long time now. And I've had conversations with people about that, that mindset, right? You know, you hear people all the time say, Oh, if I, if I could only go back and, and get into Apple or whatever it was, and you know, I'd have so much money, but let's be honest with each other, right? What's the odds that, you would have hung on, you know, through all of those ups and, and actually, especially with like a, a stock like Apple and would not have sold it. Now I, I get it. If you're, if you're savvy enough and you're disciplined enough, you'll take profits and you'll continue to have some and you'll buy down dips. And, and that's what real investing is. But the majority of retail investors see, you know, a certain level of gain and they take it. So to say, that you missed out on two Bitcoin at three grand, $6,000. What are the odds that you would have still been hanging on to it while it hit 60 something thousand? Uh, That's true. Yeah. You know? So, you know, it's, it's easy to say in hindsight that I, I could have missed out on 120 something grand or whatever. But really, when that hit 10,000, you know, would you still been holding on to it? Maybe. Uh, but, you know, you got to take that into consideration too. Also, make you feel a little bit better too is I actually was messing around with Bitcoin mining when it was like a couple dollars. Oh, wow. I got a little frustrated with it and said, you know, what the hell am I even doing here? And just stopped. And that I kicked myself for that, you know, because. <laughs> oh, man. You know, yeah. I started it. I got it set up for the most part. And I said, you know what, this what am I doing here? I got other shit I could be doing. You know, this is taking a lot of my time up. And uh, I just stopped. <laughs> You know, I and I I did I did one of the same things back in oh god I don't remember what year it was I did a little bit of Bitcoin mining as well and I probably have like it's probably ten or twenty dollars now at this point but back when it was <laughs> when it was that cheap and you were mining and you were getting such small fractions of of a coin in general I was like yo this isn't you know like I have to mine for X amount of time just yep. to be able to get like one cent worth to be able to actually like grab it and keep it and like that that was it and i did the same thing as you i was like this is gonna take forever this is this isn't worth it at all and holy hell if i would have just done it a little bit man i'd I'd be in a different spot financially right now (laughs) well back to what you were saying i'm glad you guys made the decisions you did because now you're here (laughs) now you're you know affinity innovations corporation inc and it's well it's and it's funny too because you know, you look at all the crazy coincidences that happened that put us all in the same spot to to be able to do it and, and has now even brought Zach back over into the New England area and stuff like that as well for the four of us to, you know, 
be able to, to, to drop everything and, and, you know, go to my son's third birthday party at my in-laws and stuff like that. It's, it's really crazy if you think about it, because this whole, this whole project, the concept behind it was, was driven from ba- basically me and Chris having a long commute to work and getting to meet little Chris at the job that we were at where we would, you know, cause we go vape, we'd take trips out to the, the smoke pit to go vape and just talking about it and fit, you know, this, that's the foundation of, of where affinity was cultivated. So there's so many different things that had to have happened perfectly in this world, in this life for it to line up and for this project to even be, you know, mediocre on, on the charts and stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Just, you know, like you said, it all, it all brought us to where we are now and, and where affinity is going to be. Holy shit. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I am so looking forward to next gen and all the, also I love the new zero transfer that's going to happen because I got my mom to get a little, but my mom, she's doesn't make any money. She lives in this little tiny 400 square foot shack that I hate so much. Um, no, oh, oh yeah, I want to get her out of there. I want her, but I'm going to start transfer sneaking <laughs> more <laughs> to her wallet. She will, cause you know, I'm, I'm staking for her and, yep. you know, doing all those things for her. So I want to start sneaking her a little more cause she wouldn't openly accept it if she knew. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to start sneaking her some tokens. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get her she on adapt. She is. Oh, that's yep. good. That's good. That's how I uh, had her buy her first little chunk. I need to need to get her on Affinity Friday. She can win some money. Yeah. <laughs> right? I yeah, know. just just have I her thought... say that she's associated with Joel. She'll win all kinds of money. <laughs> Freaking Joel, man. <laughs> Actually, I owe a lot to him because he he was one of the ones I had already bought some affinity, but I forget why we were chatting about something else. And I was down to the decision and no, he didn't give me financial advice. So there I said it, Joel, if you're listening, um, <laughs> I was, I had a chunk of vault, safe vault and this couple, there are others, you know, safe, whatever, you know, they had the multi tokens yep. and then I had affinity and I didn't really have enough of any one of them to make anything, you know, to make any kind of real uh, reflections off of. So I was like, you know, what? I think I'm going to sell one and just put it all in one. And he's like, well, I can't tell you anything, but let's just say I've recommended Affinity to some others and they're very happy. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, he just really talked you guys up. So um, I was like, you know what? So I sold all the vault, put it in Affinity. And that was like, I want to say the day before that first takeoff. And I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, right before that, like, it were just shot up that first time. I was like, oh, my God, my man, you know? (laughs) I kept, kept, like, DMing him. Oh, it's now this. It's now this. It's now this. Man, Joel with that luck. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Seriously. So, um, so I, I, I'll say he maybe deserves a little bit of it for that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Joel's been yeah, great. Joel, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have to get him on the, the podcast at some point too. Cause we'll, yeah. here's what I want to hear about. Cause I, I haven't. So, so first time we went to Cryptopia and cause Joel was there, you know, I, I never even got to ask him. Cause so I was, you know, I was, I was the booth guy. So Chris, you had your, your panel that you spoke on and, and, um, little Chris and Zach were, were floating around and they went in and listened to the panel. I was, I was the guy at the booth, making sure that, that people got to see us, got to see all of our, our merchandise, got to see our flyers that we had, stuff like that. 
this Joel, every time I looked around and Joel was gone, he was sitting down with somebody talking to somebody new. And you could tell it was like an animated conversation and stuff like that. And I remember one time where I went to go to the bathroom and I happened to walk past his conversation and I don't want to like, you know, interject myself or anything like that, but I'm, I'm literally listening to him and he's talking, he said something, he, the affinity and adapt was, was in his, the words coming out of his mouth. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm, I'm gonna let him do his thing. But like, I do, I shit you not every single time I was like, yo, where the hell did Joel go? He's sitting down with somebody different talking to him. So I, I want to hear who all he talked to while he was there. Cause we, we ended up packing up, um, unfortunately very quickly after everything was all said and done from cryptopia that I never got a chance to sit down and be like, yo, who was you talking to? Right. How many did you sign up? And I would like to say that when I was trying to decide which one I was going to go put it all in on. That was before um, I had ever heard you guys talk or, but he was like, yeah, come to affinity Fridays. He was, he was the one that really got me to actually come listen in the first place. And then once I listened to you guys, it was no brainer, <laughs> but yeah. Which worked out really well for you too. Cause none of those Hell others yeah. are even still around. So <laughs> like, couldn't have worked out better. <laughs> Yeah. And that, you know, that brings me to uh, kind of my last point that I want to make on, you know, charts and, and all that stuff. Uh, you know, w- when we when we do this kind of thing and, and you know, we know and I hope most of the community understands and I think they do. When they look at the chart, and they say, hey, you know, there's some movement in others and, you know, this one's going up and that one's going up and and, you know, affinity is kind of slow crawling up and then the market, you know, whatever it decides to do will cause us to dump a little bit again because we, you know, it's obviously out of our control unless you want to somehow uh, allow affinity to control the world markets as well. Uh, but that's really out of <laughs> our control. But even when things are, are like we've had a, a last couple of days have been pretty good in the markets, uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the future, whether it holds or, or we take another dump, but that's neither here nor there. What we're trying to do is ensure that when we do start moving up, that we have the tools and the, the, the stuff in place to sustain that, right? It, it doesn't do a whole lot of good other than for a few people that are already in to create that FOMO and, and really just like boost the chart temporarily. And I know we talk about that a lot, but I just want to mention it again because it, once that that price is baked in, right? And we go through this a lot in the stock market, right? If somebody's releasing a new product and you just hear about it and you just heard that, you know, whoever is coming out with a new project, Microsoft, Amazon, whatever, then you go look at the, the stock and you're like, oh, it had a run up like a week ago, right? That price is already baked in. There were people that found out about it, insiders or people, whatever, that found out about it before you did. And now that price is already baked in for that new product or new whatever that they're doing. So when you jump in afterwards, you might get a small gain, but chances are you've already missed it. Right. What we want to do is ensure that we don't have any baked in hype or anything like that and then have to live up to that. Uh, And you know it's impossible because people have these grandioso ideas of, you know, what's going to happen, especially when you overhype something and inevitably you're going to have some kind of dump afterwards. And that's not good for a lot of people. So what we want to do is make sure that when we stop promoting things and we say, all right, Zach, here's what we got. This product is done. We're about to release it. 
and we can stop promoting it at the time and after the time of release, that price is not baked in. So when you look at Affinity right now, I can one thing I can promise you is what we're doing, the price is not baked into that chart at all. I don't know what it's going to be, but it is not at all reflective as to what we're going to be doing and what we have coming. So we try to maintain that because that's what's best for the holders, right? That's what's best for everything that we're doing here is to not just artificially pump stuff. Let it naturally happen as we release things. Let the news bring people in. The news of release, the news of the products that are there, not what's coming. Absolutely. And like, boy, have I grown in the year um, since you guys launched and just my knowledge, you know, um, the affinity, I would, it I ain't selling. <laughs> so I, say, I don't care what the chart looks like that, you know, what, what I know now versus, you know, back when it was even a question in my mind, like I said, hadn't heard y'all yet, <laughs> but, um, yeah, you guys are awesome. So I actually have one last question for you because I know we're we're a little short on time now yeah. before we go. So from from a, from a holder in our community perspective, what do you do in a bear market? And I ask this because I'm I'm absolutely certain that there are going to be plenty of people in the crypto community, whether they're in our community or various other communities, that are going to sit around and think, well, you know, the devs don't care, you know, project owners don't care because they might not have, you know, money invested into it like, like we do type thing. So how do we know that they're keeping our interests at the forefront of their minds while we're in this super bear market because nobody likes it? So how do you just as a regular investor, how do you, you know, I guess, cope with the fact that there's a, there's a bear market right now. There's not a lot of movement. I mean, now if we're talking affinity specifically, I I just, I mean, listening to you guys, keeping up with the updates, reading the newsletter, um, just, you know, Affinity Fridays, chatting with you guys. It's it's obvious you're working, you're pushing forward, you're doing things. So it's not, I've never questioned it with Affinity. I just hold and I keep rolling my BUSD and ADA back into it. And um, yeah, I, I guess it was never really... Uh, an issue or a concern, I should say, for me um, with you guys. So what about with other things that you're, and you don't have to name them, but other things that you're you're diversified into, like how do you, because obviously you're one, you're one person and we have your, your perspective on affinity. So trying to get the mindset of somebody that might've been with us for maybe the last few weeks or a month or whatever, and doesn't know uh, the intimate details that you know, um, trying to get from their perspective as when they see, all right, well, you know, Chris and Paul and, and Chris and Zach, they're not as active right now. And they're not, you know, promoting heavily. They're not doing this, that, and the other thing. So when you're, when you're looking at your other uh, investments, how do you approach that in that kind of line life saying, well, cause I don't know how active they are, right? Cause I don't know exactly what you diversified into, but I don't know how active right. they are. How do you look at that and say, okay, I still have trust in this. What keeps you going? Honestly, I mean, and I definitely can't talk for others, but I, I tend to just, for the majority of things, I just diamond hand stuff till I crash. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I, you know, that whole, I would rather take the chance than miss out, I guess. So I, you know, I've had stuff shoot up to, 
you know, like I put 800 in and I had one thing shoot up to like 40 grand and I just wrote it right back down. Uh. <laughs> you know, I, so I tend to make the mistake. I just hold on to stuff because I don't put money in that I need. Um, yep. Or, or that's going to hurt me. So I'm like, oh, oh well, there went that. But I don't know. That, I have a bad um, timing as far as like, I'm not good at selling for the most part. There, there was a few things I did take some profits on. I was proud of myself on that. Because <laughs> let me tell you, I like molded over for like days. I'm like, sell, no, 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 I can't sell, sell yeah. no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's me. I just hang on to stuff to it crashes. Well, <laughs> so I'm not saying that's good advice at all. <laughs> well, and sometimes it depends, right? So here's a piece of advice that I would give out there. And this is just a mindset piece of advice, not financial advice. But this is when you look at, especially in crypto, where this kind of differs from the stock market, right? There's not a ton of money in crypto yet. So there's a couple different types of quote unquote investments in crypto. One is like I would Obviously, I'm going to be biased, but I would I would put affinity in that pool where you 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 buy in and you either believe in what we're doing and you just hold on and until things play out and and you see how things go over the long term. Then there's others that are more speculative, where it's like they have a decent idea, but their roadmap really isn't much more than marketing and maybe. I don't know, like just one product or, or they don't really have much to it. Not much substance, right? Maybe it's just full tokenomics, right? Their entire thing is just passive income. Those are the more speculative ones where when it, when it peaks, you might say, hey, I either need to sell it or take profit at least. Uh, so doing your research on those types of things, whether what their long-term vision is, what you believe they're going to accomplish, what the team is like is going to make up that decision between what is just a speculative play and what's a long-term hold. And I think a lot of people in crypto don't understand that. And then when you're, when you're, when you're dealing with, um, you know, something that you believe in for a long-term hold and you take those rides and it goes up and then it comes down, uh, keep in mind, if you're somebody like myself that believes that there's going to be a lot more money coming into crypto as a whole, that money has to go somewhere. So, it naturally should lift up the entire market, just like when the entire market falls because the money's leaving, right? During these bear markets, when we have those bull runs and then especially after more regulation comes and institutions are allowed to come in more, it'll lift the entire market up. So then those floors become higher. So it should help aid in those, you know, getting that $800 back up. You know, I don't know if it'd be 40 grand again, but it should help, you know, aid in that. But really the, the, Deciding factor, there needs to be more time uh, taken with individuals and, and looking at your portfolio and saying, which one of these are my speculative plays? Which one of these are the ones that I want to have a long-term investment in? And make sure you take profits on the ones that are your speculative plays. Good advice or not financial advice. It's a mind, <laughs> mindset advice. Did not. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> Just to get yes. people's minds right. But ultimately, the decision is yours. Uh, yeah, so anybody else got any more questions? Zach, you've been a little quiet over there. But hey, Zach, before you do say anything, if you do, I am telling you, I want it. I got to mint this. And I'm going to send you an NFT. So the, I, I looked back, and I'm never going to let you live this down, at our chat history and Telegram. You know one of the first things Zach said in our Telegram? Do you tell? What? I think you guys need to put less money into marketing. 
And that hilarious. And I was going to say earlier in this too. I was going to give a little insight to um, you know the perspective of the team because I'd like to think that mine is a little bit. Um, a little bit different than everybody else's on the team, only because obviously these guys work together. Uh, they've known each other longer. Um, and I was kind of brought on a little bit after the project was uh, initiated. So I had my own reasons for uh, just wanting to be around in general. Um, and obviously, you know, transparency is more than anything. You know, I, I guess it's one of the, the core values that we all have uh, amongst each other from being in the military. It's just instilled in you no matter what. Uh, well, there's their share of shitheads out there, but, uh, the true people, uh, you, you know, transparency is everything to us. So, uh, but with that as well, um, it, it was just the non hype as we talked about, you guys talked to over and over again through this, uh, you know, you guys had such a fantastic product, but even just a, a tad of push was all you needed, uh, to get your product to market. You got it to market and then everything just grows from there. So, um, you know, that's really just my insight on it where, um, you know, this, these guys are amazing and they actually have a lot of knowledge behind them. Um, I talk about Chris a lot, uh, no offense to Paul, little Chris, but, uh, you know, big Chris has a lot of a wealth of knowledge in his head. Um, and it's just something that you really, you can't put a price on. So just being on the team and being able to learn from these guys is uh, more valuable than anything else. No, what about NFT? You said something about NFT. What about NFT? Yeah, thanks, Zach. No, I'm going to mint your uh, first one of your first comments that was in our Telegram, and we'll send it to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no, Zach, you didn't hear. You didn't hear what the comment was. Oh no, I did. I did. He's oh, oh. he told me he gave me shit about that before too. Oh, I just it thought is, it was it hilarious. Was pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, because he was, he was going through our tokenomics. I remember because people were talking about you know all the taxes, and I was all sorted out, and that was one of your first comments. I thought that was pretty damn funny. No, what you should do is is you should mint it for his uh, his one year being employed by as a gift. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a gold. No, coin. no where's, Pro, where's Proto Stark? We need a gold coin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm asking for more. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's why uh, we're pushing forward. And and. Once this falls apart, I'm really, really excited about this next step when we bring on uh, the stuff LLC. That's, man, I'm really excited about it. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, last note before we uh, we end this, and we don't have a hard stop, but we are a little over our hour. Uh, and, and Zach, you can speak more on this if you want, but I just want to mention this really quickly. Uh, I know you guys are around seeing uh, Zach involved in some other stuff, doing some great work. I want to reiterate the fact that Zach is with us, will be with us in here. Uh, you know, he's he, obviously this is DeFi. We're trying to uplift and do a lot of things around the space. Uh, don't take that as any indication that Zach is not 100% committed and will be with Affinity for the long term. Uh, so I just wanted to reiterate that because I know sometimes speculation can get out of hand. We don't want rumors or anything else starting. Uh, we love Zach. Zach loves us. And uh, yeah, that's that's really all I need to say about it. But Zach, oh, no, speak speak for yourself, dog. I hadn't gotten a text saying he's going to the vape store for us yet. That's so. true. <laughs> I don't know. It's like um, Hotel California. He can go, but he can never leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll put a quick couple minutes on it. I know that we're running over. Um, 
you know, I, I just want to, and I'm going to make another public statement about this on Affinity Friday for anybody who may not be listening. Um, and I might even write something up as well, maybe like a tweet longer or something, something like that. Um, just to put any uncertainty to rest. Um, so essentially, you know, just like anything else in this, this bear market, we're all looking to build. Um, and with my line of work, you know, obviously I've built out basically the entire framework of what we need to do over at Affinity when the bull market starts to come again. Um, and, you know, when funding comes and we have an opportunity to where I have an allocated share of money of the funding in which that I can go ahead and market on a, a monthly basis, uh, that is when I'm really going to come into play. And that, that's going to be coming soon. But uh, in the past couple months, obviously, I find myself uh, wrapping my head around what, what I can do to better myself and how I can uh, sharpen my skills. Uh, there's always room for improvement for everything. Uh, so I got hired by Cap DeFi, uh, Jeff over at Fiverr, uh, Fiber, sorry, uh, to essentially just uh, initially was to be the head of account management. They're a, a very rapidly growing business as well. And uh, they just needed someone to help coordinate some things for them. And, you know, I had a little bit of extra time, so I figured I would do it. And then you also might see recently, um, a bit more vocal about, uh, a marketing agency and what that might entail. So I can go into that a little bit. Um, so essentially, uh, as I was doing my, my little work for Jeff, like I said, um, you know, he approached me about putting my mind to a, a bigger scope of things. And this is actually something that, and, you know, Chris and Paul and little Chris can, uh, can attest to that. I've talked to them about this, that, uh, in the grand scheme of things in crypto, the two biggest needs in this space is dev work and marketing. And that's trusted in both of them. Uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of rogue devs out there. And unfortunately, there's a lot of rogue marketers who don't even know the difference between marketing and advertising. Uh, they just think that they can uh, have a small following or grow a following and that's going to get them paid tens of thousands of dollars. But that just ain't it. So uh, he essentially just came to me and asked me to put my brain on paper and build something out uh, that could you know, be in business format. And that's what I did. That's really it. Uh, this is something I've been thinking about for a long, 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 long time. Uh, by long time, I mean probably about literally as I got hired from uh, Biofinity. Uh, even before that, I was you know, laying the groundwork of what it might entail to start something like this. So I just had the opportunity to, again, put it all on paper and make it happen. Uh, again, I'll reiterate what Chris had said, that I'm not going anywhere. I don't intend to go anywhere. And uh, Jeff could attest to the same thing as well. Like, there's no conflict in business. Uh, work is work. And um, I really don't know how to put it else any other way, to be honest with you. Um, it's pretty straightforward in my brain. Um, you know, it's, there's just no conflict. It's, it's really it. Um, I'm here to work for Affinity for a long time. This is something I see myself doing and I see my family a part of. Um, you know, Paul had said, you know, we've already had times where we can sit down with each other and enjoy each other's company and feel like an actual family and not necessarily just, uh, you know, coworkers or business partners or anything like that. And that means a lot more to me than making money. So, um, yeah, not going anywhere. I yeah. fucking love these guys. I love this company and that's that. Yeah. yeah I know where you live dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, Zach. I'm really happy for you. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Absolutely. And everything's been open and honest and, and relationships, right? We've always preached about building relationships, partnerships, communication, and expanding on that. So this is just another step in that. So we're, we're happy for everything that's going on. And when the time comes, we are going to ask more and more and more and more of Zach and everybody else on this team. So uh, in the meantime, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And, uh, you know, what's, what's in the best interest for uh, Affinity and its holders? 
on that note, I do want to go around and ask anybody if they have any final thoughts, comments, uh, if you want to poke fun at somebody before we go, anything, anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just thank you guys for having me on the show. I appreciate it. It was fun. Good talking to you. Awesome, Tiff. Any time. Uh, you're more than welcome. And to anybody else that's listening, anybody from our community, you want to be involved with the Affinity Protocol. This is this is your opportunity. You know, come on, uh, have a conversation with us. You know, be a part of it. You know, we're more than happy to have anybody on that that wants to spend uh, an hour hour plus with us on a Sunday morning. Let us know. <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate you, Tiff. Thank you for everything you do as uh, as a mod, uh, as a voice for Affinity, and for coming on here and, and talking with us. Yeah, it was great. Thanks. All right. Chris, Zach, Paul, what's your final thoughts I, today? I got nothing. I just, Tiff, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to come out here and hang out with us and stuff like that. It's always good to get, uh, you know, someone from the community, especially one of our mods up here, a little get to know you better type thing. Uh, that way you're a little bit more personable as well with anyone that might be coming to the community. They know Tiff that was on the pro podcast and stuff like that. Not, just necessarily oh this is savage bunny um aka your role being badass bitch or something like that <laughs> but, yeah you know. a lot of aliases they were right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's, it's it's great to have you on here it's great to to you know be able to put a, a voice to a name whenever we're doing stuff on infinity fridays and, and whatnot because it's it's always just fun i i personally you can ask chris on this and I, I like to talk on the phone more than i like to text or or something like that i'm not a big texter type thing so even just being able to talk like this is is a good time for me yeah and i see uh you just let your boomer come out a little bit paul i'm okay with it <laughs> i see true duke on telegram right now uh i just i want to i would I'll, say something by that <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna call him out and tell him he needs to get his ass on a friendly protocol sometime <laughs> I would like to be on a affinity Fridays a little more. It's just the people in the house are usually sleeping and I'm just, you know, trying to watch my little marble on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Marble That's hey, right. you know what though? I'll take that boomer comment though. I'm, I'm with the boomers. Fuck these QR code menus at restaurants. Just give me a goddamn menu. I know. Hey, right? I am with that. Sorry. <laughs> I like a menu. I know, I right? I, I'm trying to text on my phone. I don't need to look at a menu while I'm trying to. No, I'm just joking. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm no, with man, that. You I, on your phone? You on your phone after dinner trying to get rug pulled? Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> what Inu can I buy today? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm old school. I like paper too. You know, I know I'm on the computer all the time. But if somebody gives me something, I prefer to read something on paper. Sorry to everybody out there that's trying to save the trees. I get it. But, you know, I like hard copies. But, Chris, what's up, man? You've been a little quiet, but what you got? You got anything to, to roll us out or what? Nah, I don't got anything. Damn, why did I not know that was coming? Shouldn't even ask. You know he's sitting in his computer working right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're going through resumes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, I already got a couple you can just throw out, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, Zach, you got anything else, buddy? Nope, no, not at all. All right, perfect. So then we're gonna we're gonna end this week. So I do uh, last last thing. I do want to remind everybody: next month, 
Next Gen. Keep an eye out for the information coming on that. Uh, Affinity Protocol airs every other Sunday, so not next Sunday. It'll be on the following Sunday at 10 a.m. right here on dvradio.net. And Affinity Fridays are the opposite Friday, so it will be this coming Friday. Uh, Twitter Spaces, 8.30 p.m., followed by Discord and all the fun and games on Twitch afterwards. Uh, But on that note, we're going to call it a day. We hope you all enjoy the rest of your Sunday and keep safe out there in crypto. Watch out for yourselves. All right. We are out. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. All right, we're done. We're off the air. Damn, why everybody leave mad quick? I know. <laughs> I was, we were going to get done with the recording. And be, hey, thanks again, Tiff. I appreciate you. You know, I got to run something. But like, damn, you're just peacing out. <laughs>